You are listening to Between Blue Worlds on Open Lines Radio. And if you like what you hear, you should definitely go follow Angie on the gram. That's uh, Instagram for all you boomers out there. Uh, she is at Between Blue Worlds. Uh, while you're there, also follow Open Lines Radio at Open Lines Radio. Um, go to OpenLinesRadio.com on the internet and you know what's there? It's so cool. The whole archive of Open Lines Radio is there uh, and links to different places where you can listen. It's really quite an amazing thing. Um, and here's, here's the most amazing part about it. If you scroll down to the uh, bottom right, you will see two links. One of them is for Podbean and one of them is for uh, Ringer. You click on that Podbean link, you set up your own podcast. It's so easy. You can record right to your phone, upload it right to Podbean. You're up and running. It's the easiest. Like you, you didn't even have any idea that this technology was possible. You have the, the, the podcast that's inside of you is, can be manifest as so through your fingertips. It's easy. So easy. You want to, uh, if you've been listening to Open Land Radio, you know that we sometimes talk to uh, guests, guests from around the globe. And there's an, another link there called Ringer. And you go there, you sign up, you can talk to anybody as long as they have a computer or a smartphone. And you're interviewing people. Your, your podcast is taking off. You have people that are calling in. The, the quality is amazing. People are going to think you're in a studio and you're not. You're just sitting anywhere in a park, whatever. So um, if, if you would like to add your voice to the collective consciousness, please, you should do that. Look. I know you're sitting there and I know you're thinking there are things I disagree with. I hear things all the time. I disagree with don't go start an argument, create a podcast. This is such civil conversation where you're able to just say what you want to say, get it out there without being interrupted. And it's there, it's there for people to listen to. And then they can respond in kind with their own podcast. It's so amazing. I don't know why we're not making this one big human voice. So do it. Get out there and do it. Um, one thing real quick about this this episode of Between Blue Worlds is it sounds like I'm somewhere in there, the, the, the first quarter part of it. I don't know what was going on. It sounds like she was recording in a gun range. I don't think that's what it was, but there's some, some weird uh, booms. But just ignore it um, and listen to the rest or listen around it. Look, this is life. Sorry, this is life. All right, let's get to it. This is Between Blue Worlds. Enjoy. Tears that ain't coming All 
another podcast that I recorded, but I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to do this one instead because I got some really great questions sent to me about angel work. And we've done a ton of podcasts with very little about angels, primarily because while I was filming the podcast or filming, uh, recording the podcasts, I, uh, was still... Let's see. Well, what happened was I worked with angelic energies in a very vague way. And in a very vague way, you can do a lot of very vague things. You can uh, supply channels of knowing and wisdom and health and how people learn to do things. Have you ever noticed, like when you were in, uh, let's say, if you went to secondary school, if you went to high school... Um, and I know there's people that listen to this from all over the world because you message me and you're awesome. So just to explain, I know we don't know each other's school systems. So in the United States currently in 2020 and for the last 50 years or so, um, our school system goes up through what's called grade 12. Most people that graduate are, uh, the, most people that finish it are eight, 17 to 19 years old. Um, and... <laughs> That would be called secondary school or high school. Secondary school is a term that you use while we're in education systems for junior high and high schools. So. So if you remember in high school, the moon is still out. 
Balloon. Um, if you're new to this podcast, I'm Angie. This is Between Blue Worlds. Balloon. Um, I am. Uh, I'm a lot of things. <laughs> um, I've been doing this podcast for a long time. If this is the first one you've listened to, um, I talk a lot politically. I do a lot just about my own experience because I worked and um, wanted to help. So my jobs are a lot of, there's some retail, but it's a lot of animal shelters, um, an Alzheimer's facility, and on, with all that I worked in public schools for a very long time. And what happened? And at the moment, I've been uh, focusing on, I don't want to say being a mom, at kind of entering um, kind of a full, well-rounded female woman, mother it just has always felt so robbed so partial that we're kind of losing the female entity with our trying to fit into a, a male world out there and it was a male world because uh, we weren't there it wasn't, uh, I don't think it was designed by any one man that way. I think their mothers said, uh, I need you to go out and work. I'm taking care of babies. And then that uh, kept expanding. I can feel it in our home, you know. I need you to do this stuff. I got a baby on my boob. I can't do that. Or, you know, I've, I've got to shield the children in this jan- dangerous situation. Can you run at the bad guy? And see where that dynamic develops. And the reason I brought up secondary school and high school is that people learn from one another. Oh no! I can't be. A what? Sharp teeth? (gasps) Does it have sharp teeth and a cold, wet nose? In high school in the United States, we have lots of competitive sports. Oh no! And in those competitive sports, there's this kind of funny thing that happens. A hippo. Or, or, a, hippo. a hippo. And I think it's pretty common a because a I see it represented. An elephant. Represented all over the place in TV shows. And, uh. Ooh. I, uh. I saw this, uh. I think it was Fraser or something like that. I don't remember. But, anyways, a lot of times people will break a. There will be a standing record. For a long time, let's say for high jump, which is a track thing where you run and jump high. Um, So let's say that for high jump, there's this record forever and then somebody breaks it. And then all of a sudden a bunch of people break it. And it will kind of be like this. They didn't know it was possible thing. If you listen to sports, people talk. uh, They'll say, basketball people say, you know, I saw Michael Jordan do this and this and I knew I could do it. Of course, there's people that see them and don't know that they can do it and don't think they can because they probably can't. And that's kind of the flawed thing around the very well-meaning late 80s, 
or all 80s and 90s kind of philosophy of you can be anything and why a lot of people really liked Simon Cowell, I think, because they felt really lied to growing up because they, they, they know biologically they're not lined up with something. And I worked in schools, I would watch this happen. So kids would be like, so what? I could just be uh, the president of the United States. And they go, yes, yes, you can. And the whole class looks at that kid like, no, you can't. So you've just kind of put it, the teacher in this very optim- well-meaning optimistic situation, um, which could have been better addressed by, so I can be the president of the United States. Well, here's what it takes to become president. And then explaining kind of that pathway. And I know that's a convoluted kind of hot topic right now here in what month are we in June of 2020 here in the United States we're looking at November we'll have our presidential election we have a system where it's one vote per person then those one votes filter up to what's called an electoral college and that's pretty complicated and I'd be really careful where you learn about it from Um, If you're going, it was done for a reason. It's so that the very low population states that, um, so let's say you have a state that produces 90%, that's too high, produces 30% of building materials, um, but its population is really low. But the the entire country essentially relies on these building materials, whatever they may be. Whether that's gravel, cement, timber, whatever. Metal. Okay, so these building materials come from this one state. But the state is very low population. So not a lot of people live there, but they are making, you know, a few people have set up these companies or industries that do this. So let's say a vote comes up that's nationwide. And the vote is saying, um, has something to do with this industry. Right, it says, well, we don't, we want, you know, oh gosh, this is maybe a little too hot topic. What? Yeah. So, alright, a vote comes up, uh, an issue comes up to be voted on that says that everywhere that employs... Over seven people has to. Oh, what would affect a building? God, this is hard to do in the abstract. I should find a better example. <laughs> but uh, let's say you know it's it's something that has to do with <coughs> companies and big cities. You know, and it comes up on a federal level. Well, because we have the electoral college and we have all these different mechanisms. Um, we can make sure that nothing comes up on a federal level that gets voted on, that affects the states that voted against it in a really negative way. It's kind of a catch safe to make sure that, you know, big city LA doesn't pass a law that small city Oklahoma can't possibly fulfill or that will bankrupt them. It's a way to have kind of a catch if there's fraud. Hi! Ooh! Ouchie! You okay? Mm-hmm. Did that hurt? Did it touch? Did she get this? The puppy, we have puppies, and the puppy just ran towards us and jumped up on my leg. 
and I couldn't tell if she touched the toddler or not. There's no scratchies. I don't feel any scratchies. She didn't mean to do anything. It, did it hurt? Did it maybe because mo mommy jumped and kind of squealed? Yeah. Our reactions have so much to do with their confidence and, and in turn their reactions. And we're all human and it's okay if we react or we get sad. But what I was gonna say is if you wanna learn about electoral college, and I'm still in the process of this too, there's experts. They don't know. They still disagree. Science is all disagreement. If you start looking into anything in science really closely, there's always at least, there's never only two actually. Now they think about it, every time I look into something, there's so many different opinions and they all have, you know, really great arguments. And I talked in the last, last podcast a little bit about not trusting in, in science because science doesn't agree and science is just observation and analysis. But we can trust certain things that are done scientifically. Yeah. Hi. How are you doing? Should we sit in the sunshine? We're sitting in the shade. It's a little chilly. You see the moon still? It's morning, but the moon's still out. So I wanted to keep doing this podcast, but I also knew it was time to devote myself to being a mom. So what I've done is kind of just allowed there to be background noise. And allowed there to be interruptions. And the format I've kind of been thinking about that I've talked to a few people that listen actually have messaged me and they already <laughs> they already knew this and just kind of these few constants and one of the constant things I've had since I was your age actually way younger since, that we've all had since we were born but I I had a mommy who really protect I happen to have a mom who really protect uh, kind of my spiritual sovereignty I'll phrase it that way she made sure that I knew that I had mystical power. <laughs> I don't know how else to phrase it. Yeah. Ooh, that no one can invade us. That every soul is eternal. She was so, and still is so, hippo, so far from religious. A D. But she had done a lot of work in college around meditation. Hippo and elephant. And grown up in California during the hippie movement. Hippie? Hippo? Hippie, hippo. 
the hippie hippo. <gasps> we can write a book called the hippie hippo. real yes what are angels all right angels are I had a really good definition angels are metaphysical meaning that they are loosely constructed <laughs> um, they are uh, they're made of uh, molecules that are transparent to the eye usually they have to really gather together they're they're everywhere at once so they're you know kind of spread out it's the everywhere at once concept is really confusing uh, to explain unless you think about it with the internet and the concept of the internet who wants in here dogs barking for me to come get them to let them out let them in let's go see who's barking so you have these kind of loose beings and with angels they are the ones that are committed and have stayed true to bringing peaceful I hate I hate to use the word love because it's just been so what are you guys barking at what's Momo barking at here hold on I'm gonna go to Mo and Mocha what are you barking at you just want to come outside with us you want to go outside? Come on. Come on. Good girls. Good girls. Oh, you got your truck? You want to come? You want to come back outside or you want to stay inside? Here it comes. Vroom, vroom. So when you talk about angels versus demons, if you had a scale... If you've seen the movie Donnie Darko and there's like love on one end and hate on the other. That's a very simplified version of what we're talking about here. Because what we're talking about is constantly, eternally, and through infinity will be growing and changing. It's the forever. It's the I am. It's the beginning and the end. Um, and everything else is a spinoff of that. Uh a growth, a, <laughs> a different pattern that emerges, if you will. Are you going to come back outside? You want to go outside? You want to go over here? So angels are the ones that are closer. And with angels, there's degrees. I know people don't like that. They should be either good or bad. But uh, too bad. That's not the way earth works. Life works. Um, so angels, um, can be varying degrees of good or bad. And when they get real bad, we call them demons. Um, unclean spirits is an offshoot of that. It's the Hebrew term for, uh, the demons that can possess people. And that's a sensitive subject, isn't it? There's lots of recorded cases of possession. Um, and it's a sensitive subject to say the least nobody wants to think that they're being controlled 
Uh, but the more energy work, the more metaphysical aspects I work with, the more that I run into people, uh, deeper and deeper I get that uh, will tell you in their clear moments, I'm being controlled. And uh, the only thing that works is either to medicate them into oblivion, um, isolate them completely, uh, usually those two are used in combination. Um, and this is the extreme kind of cases, you know. This isn't everybody. Or there's records of faith healing, which is a term for using our authority to clear unclean spirits out and allow people to live freely. And I think way before anybody ever gets into that, they need to get to where they're seeing the evidence of angelic interaction. And I know a lot of people that I talk to and I'm friends with uh, were like me, where they started working uh, formally with angels through Doreen Virtue. She was a major influence in that field. And um, she's since denounced all of her angel work. And she claims, I don't know where she gets this, um, she claims that you can't speak directly to angels, that you can't ask them questions, that only God can do that. That's the whole Bible, all of it, all the Hebrew records, the ones that were chosen for the Bibles, all of them detail relationships with angels. Isn't that cute? She's running around with that little ball. I know. She's running around with that little ball, and they're following her. Hi, Big Mo. So let's say um, an example of talking to angels. Oh, Sodom and Gomorrah is an easy one to find. Um, so the angels come and say, hey, we're going to uh, destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, just FYI. <laughs> and the angels at that time... Uh, it actually explains that they're extensions of our Lord. Uh, in the Bible, the word God and Lord, they're uh, German and Latin replacements for the Hebrew words for God and master and teacher. And So for me, it really changed a lot of things when I started looking into those kind of detailed uh, nuances of, oh, having many gods is different than this word God here or okay so Psalm 82 uh, is is God talking to gods and letting them know they haven't he had been taking care of humans correctly that they've been leading them into strife and all this stuff and that they're going to be lowered to their level I read this and my brain goes oh there's the Nephilim here they come and in my head, the conversation goes like this. So the psalm says that uh, God says, now you will have to be like them. And in my head, the Nephilim look up and go, uh, does that mean we get to fuck them? And I know that's strong language if you're a mainstream religious person coming into this, which I highly doubt you are. I don't know how you got here. But, <laughs> but uh, if, you, if, if that is too strong a language for you, to me, uh, and what I've learned in life is that uh, it's all intention behind those words because those words that 
bad words that they tell you. They're really uh, just intense words. And the badness is superstition. Uh, the words that are bad, you know, the ones I won't say are the ones that are curses on people, telling them they'll never be anything. You know. I support a lot of the legislation that's come out of the Trump administration. And if you don't, go read it and come talk to me. Um, I've read the headlines about how bad he is. I, I completely understand if that's what you're getting your impression about him and the administration from is news about them. I completely understand the way you feel. There's no other way you could feel. Having said that, I think if you put down anything anybody's ever said about him, and I know, I know, they're very credible. They've said it for a long time. I get it. But if you put all that down and you go and listen to what he said, maybe start start at the beginning. Go to the debates against Hillary and watch him bring Bill Clinton's rape victims and seat them there in a press conference and say, I wanted to be someone who gave these women a microphone because they've been ignored and harassed since they came out with the truth. That didn't get a lot of news coverage, did it? Anybody even hear about that? The press conference is on YouTube. The women are in tears saying this is the first person who's talked to us. He has my vote. He was the first and only, only president to prosecute Epstein. The rest protected him. He's been doing it for decades. They all knew. The Virgin Islands, all these places have been trying to get him out of there forever. Horrendous. What does that have to do with angel work? Because angel work means not ignoring it. The angels don't ignore bad things. They walk right up to them and dissolve them. Because they are loosely formed molecules. Go through walls, that kind of thing. Walls are very dense, so they can... Have you ever seen a hamster go through a really small hole? <laughs> like, or a mouse? It seems like they almost don't have bones all of a sudden. It's kind of how angels pass through things. There's a physical aspect to angels. That's why, you know, things like not allowing them in a place with a certain, you know, blah, blah, can work. Because they respect your free will. But the minute somebody comes into that space and wants them there, you're... Your respect of the free will, their respect of your free will does not trump their respect of the person who wants them there, free will. So if you're in a situation where somebody says angels don't exist, call them in. How do you call angels in? Same way you call anybody. They hear everything. They're connected to you. You're eternally part of them. They're eternally part of you. You all come from the same source. So how do you call them in? You want them there. You sincerely want to know. How do I know if I'm sincere? That's where our culture's gotten. We don't know if we are sincere yet. You're sincere if you want it. But should I want it? Is it okay to want it? Those are questions I don't get into. I don't know. Sometimes I do, sure. Not right now. If you actually read, uh, you know, the Hebrew scriptures about angels, and the reason I use those more than others, um... I think that every kind of holy book and stuff is an experience of metaphysical. Some could be total bullshit. But I think that most are written sincerely. And it's that person's sincere interaction with the metaphysical. But reading the Bible from beginning to end, 
you can watch as we get to know ourselves and get to know peace, God do that too. And there's numerous occasions where the angels or God say, you know, I'm just going to wipe it out. We'll start over. Because if you think about it, if you knew that death was okay, if you knew that once people were dead, they could start over, that their suffering's gone and we just start right over. If you knew that, it wouldn't be so hard to just etch a sketch into the world, just shake it all down. Might even do a few big explosions, make it worthwhile. But pain exists here and it does, causes more pain. If we're not really careful for it not to, and even then, usually still, that pain just spreads out. Wah! Even if it's old. And because of those loosely knit angels can pass through antelope, can pass through anything, they can get through to your pain, too. So if you want to call in angels and you want to feel what it's like, as we kind of wrap up here, the advice I... Oh, bonk ahead! Oh, come here, you bonk the head. I hate bonk the head. Oh. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? All right. You let me know if it... Oh, right. You're all right? Elephant. When you have a quiet moment or when you find yourself needing them, think the words, I know you're here. I know you're here. I know you'll help me. Thank you. Really simple prayer. Shortest verse in the Bible says Jesus wept. You know why he wept? Because a woman he loved, cared about a lot, her brother died. And she was so distraught. Here they are knowing Jesus, being Jesus, and that pain's still so thick and real. You okay? Love can make us weep. And that doesn't need to be medicated. It doesn't need to be hidden. Not from yourself. Hide it from the public if you... I mean, don't go around sobbing everywhere. That's kind of hard for people to digest or deal with. But if you're crying at home because things are hard and scary and you're uncertain or you feel overwhelmed or whatever. Maybe while you weep and let yourself do it because once you get it out you can move forward. Don't take any action. Don't cut all... Well, I cut my bangs just now but, you know, I've done that for years. So, But, you know, don't... You can cut all your hair off. That's not what I was... Don't... Don't harm yourself. What if you just tried the angelic connection? See if it works. I don't know. This is Angie. This is Between Blue Worlds. I'll talk to you guys again soon.
except for the Pope maybe in the 